Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of TBC Podcast presented to you by GRM Daily, hosted by myself, Michael Payne. Renee. Me just guest hosting because Vidal's away, Squib. Yeah, where where is Vidal? Does anyone know? In Morocco, living like a sheikh. He's what? Marrakesh. Oh, Marrakesh. Oh, don't know how I feel about that. But that said, I'm going to miss the next episode because I am doing something in Chicago and it's going to be really annoying to miss that because that's 007 and I'm going to be quite vexed in Chicago because I'm going to know that you missed the trick of not getting Idris Elba to be episode 007. Because he's never going to get a chance to be the real 007. So he could have been our 007. Do you know what I mean? Racism, man. But anyway, we've got some very special guests in the house today. Uh, in the form of Scorps, Daps on the Map and Temper. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, uh, are, you, are you rolling as a collective at the moment? Yeah, are you, I know you're all solo artists in your own right. Yeah. But are you rolling in a collective at the moment? wouldn't say officially a collective but man's relationship with each other kind of makes it that anyway yeah because two of you are actually related related right yeah which me and Tempo you, t- you two yeah right okay cool um and so how long have you actually know are you are you sort of close as well obviously you are but I mean h- how long have you been close should I say um from the start, really. Yeah, from the start. Yeah, yeah. Who? So who's who's older? If you if you don't know, did you? So temper it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, so did you get Scorps into music? Yeah, yeah. Man influenced yeah, him still. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was this. How, how long ago was this? Since like oh seven, oh six, oh seven. I'd say before that. before that, probably like I don't know, like oh five. But I didn't really take it serious then. It's probably just like some bedroom MCs, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just MCing in the bedroom and that. Kind of just kept caught onto the wave and, you know, started doing his own little thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, Daps on the map. Yes. Ma'am. How do you and where, when, sorry, did you start to fit into all of this? Into this pattern here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, about 2009. But I've, I've known these like for... I know him anyway because we used to go play scheme together. Mm. Right. Like when we was kids. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, when play scheme stopped, we kind of... Drifted and done our own thinking. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the way you explained that you went play scheme when you were kids, yeah, by the way, yeah, but you didn't yeah, need yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't need to know, you get me? <laughs> you know, some people ones. might think we just linked up and that, <laughs> but I actually knew him before, you get me? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. And um, what, you know, how many how many times would you say, can you, can you count how many times you've been to London to pursue 
you know, music, something yeah. like done something productively like within music. Yeah. Probably like what seven, eight, nine. Uh, I, I don't no know. It's more than that from from two thousand and. 12 and, and 11. It was kind of criminal that brought us in because his cousin, right, okay. that's his cousin, knows criminal, like, knows him. Yeah. Know, and like, he's probably like spoke to mm. my man and then he's mm. brought us in kind of thing. Absolutely. So you've, you've been to London a handful of times yeah. um, and obviously more time to pursue your, your, your craft. But what, is there a, is there a difference between the way you now perceive London and the way you perceived it uh, before the first time you ever came through to to do something musical, do something creative? Before, it was like, kind of like, wow, London. Mm, you know what I mean? When, you, when you're first starting out. Because we're from the second city, like Birmingham's very, very slow compared to London. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So when you first go into London, you're a bit flabbergasted. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's like, I whoa, like this is big time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as you start to progress and start to see the music game a bit more, learn, make mistakes, and you start to know, all right, cool, got to do this, got to do that. And London is the kind of like destination where you go to get these things done. Yeah. Then the the so-called novelty of being, whoa, we're going to London, kind of wears off, but it's more, it's more, all right, yeah, big business now. Of you course, I mean? yeah, yeah, rather yeah. Than, rather than wow, we're just going London. It doesn't matter what we're doing, even if we're just spitting on a set. You know mm, what I mean? Like, mm. we're going London. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was like that at one stage, but now it's like, yeah, man, we're going London. Sick. But yeah, we're doing, we're, we're trying to get things done. We're it really trying to progress now. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, yeah, it's less exciting. Like you said, the novelty's worn off, yeah. but you you still know that there is a there is a purpose. There There is a reason that you're going there as a yeah, destination. Really. And how how would you say that on the, on the whole you've been kind of treated by London MCs by you know um, London publications London media platforms? I think they're fearless, man. I've like well, me personally, like I get loads of comments on YouTube. If that was from London, it would be a different thing, and I get that all the time. So how does that make you? How does that make you feel? Do you feel frustrated? No. Nah. Do, do you like? Do you feel? Because sometimes the bearer of bad news, if you like, sometimes you've just got, sometimes you've, you've got to kind of question the, the motives of saying it, if you get what I'm saying to you. And sometimes do you feel that you are felt like, you know, if if your talent is exposed to someone from London, yeah. have you ever felt that people have not rated you because you're from Brum, because you're from Birmingham? Nah, not, not that, but I've felt like when someone from London rates you, then someone from Birmingham will. Sometimes. Right. Do you feel you know that I mean? some people from Birmingham seek that seal yeah, of approval? Yeah, because of that higher coal sign, it's like, oh yeah, now also oh, now you're big business because yeah. we deem him as big business. So right, now yeah. that they, you know what I'm saying? Now I that suppose they, I can relate to it because of the transatlantic thing yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, a lot of people start to pay attention when our US yeah. counterparts or of late Canadian counterparts start mm. to take notice. Do you get what I'm saying to you? That's good though. Do, do you think it's that much of a big deal because you've got people like Mist, JK, they're yeah. all big names from Birmingham. Do you not yeah. think it sometimes it helps? Because London's so crowded, yeah. it's easier to stand out sometimes if you're sick and you're from out of, like Bugsy Malone, number seven with a, from Manchester, you know what I mean? Mm. It is, but it's, it's better because every, because there's not a lot of us in there, there's not a lot of us, so like, it do, you do stand out, but it's kind of harder because there's not, not, not that much of an infrastructure 
where we're from. You know what I mean? There's no legal radio stations. There's no, uh, no labels. There we go. There's no, there's no venues consistently. There's none of this. There's none yeah. of this. Just, just you know, like just. What time is it? Half, half eight, nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Let's just have a chat. Like, yeah. it's, it's not that. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So it's a bit harder in that sense, but it's easier because there's, it's not, it's not as crowded. So you get to kind of like stand out and shine a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And who who are some of your um your favourite MCs from Birmingham? I like that's you know, that's to all you. I like these lot. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Oh I, I like JK as well. JK is like he's like these lot to me as well, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like and like Birmingham's small but it's like doof, 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 mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So JK as well. Uh, and is there anyone in particular that's coming through that you know London people might not necessarily know about? Because I know, well, I know we've got the internet and that, and it's very easy to find out about a lot of things. But it's also very easy uh, for certain things to become overexposed and a lot of things to end up under the radar. So, are K2, there any MCs that you'd say? K two and Tana, right? They're yes. young. They're young MCs, isn't it? They're young MCs yeah, from Birmingham doing their say, thing. Was it Tiny? I would say. Little trapper, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they could all have a good year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the producers as well, like Swifter and Thomas yeah. Miller. And, and yeah. the is it more noticeable to you lot as well? Um, how how uh, regional MCs are being like? You know, you've you've how many years would you say you've been doing this? You know, seriously now. Seriously. Yeah. Oh. Oh, like seriously. There was a stage when it was serious and then it wasn't serious and then it was serious again. Right. Like, so, yeah, all in, all in. Everything considered. How many years would you say you've been you've been pursuing this as your your main, your forte? All of us are at different times, but I would yeah. say roughly About like 2010. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, 2000, well... That's what I'm saying, but all like different, different times. Different, yeah. Different. So would you say rough, roughly half a decade? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, av- on average, yeah, half yeah, a decade five, for all. Yeah, yeah. between the three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And would you say it's, it's noticeable the way the the way that people from um, London perceive regional MCs? Have you noticed the change? Has it been proper There stark? was a time when it was a lot of attention. Mm. Then... The scene came back to London. Yeah. Oh, he stormed, he smashed it. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, it's been a myth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's, it's true. Do you think it still is? Yeah, it's, it's, still, it's, 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 it's definitely yeah, still a myth. It's, it's, but it's not as bad because, as you said, it? you mentioned Mist, didn't it? Mist came up and he's got eyes on them. I mean, that, that's as I was doing his thing and that temper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I, well, I, I genuinely think it's, it's come at... It's, it's got to a stage where, and this is going to sound weird, but like, for instance, outside of this genre, one of my favourite bands are the Arctic Monkeys. Mm. You understand? Mm. And through hearing Alex Turner do rock and roll in a Sheffield accent, mm. for me, I think that's gone some way to helping a lot of the like a lot of people yeah, to see kind what, of, I know do you know what I mean? I know where you're going. To be... Yeah, it does help. Free to get used to it. It does help us, that does, because... We sound, it's like a breath of fresh air to use like, Absolutely. you know what I mean? When we're spitting like, yo, their accent's different. Yeah. When it speaks different, it's, 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 it's fresh to hear compared to what we're normally used to. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, that does help us. Yeah. That does help us. It does, man. You know what I mean? I like so much people speak to us about accents and, you know, 
it's like you can you can write MC say you can rhyme different words because that's the, the thing. Full stop, you I know think what that's I mean? one thing that you should cherish the mm. fact that you have scope to. It's almost like being American. That's I think what where Americans have an advantage. They can rhyme any word if they like. They can rhyme again and gin very yeah. convincingly. Stuff like that. Weird it's like stuff. Londoners that, though, because you like would say something like bath and then rhyme it with scarf. We would say bath and then. Oh yeah, but you still say bath. yeah. You know what I'm of saying? course. You can't really, you get what I'm saying? So it kind of, see, that, it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. But then you know Americans that go one step further and could somehow rhyme bath with the word left. Yeah. Depending on where they're from. That, yeah, Dumb stuff that, like that. The That's why they just show. clocked rap. You know what I mean? They've literally just completed the game of rap just by, you know, accent alone, I think. Do you know what I mean? Um, you, despite all the, the despite the, the, the very apparent differences in the way uh, we express ourselves, like, you know, through through you know uh, our accents and that you have been on tour with a legend you've been yeah, on tour with Kano yeah, yeah, and that yeah, yeah, yeah. um and the main thing I want to know is I'm I'm like I'm a fucking red-blooded male in it really good stories in it hopefully involving groupies have you got any <laughs> this is a barbershop conversation after all <laughs> well you know what it is I'll be real about the situation because I'm single so I can I can talk mm. about this stuff in it there's been a hella groupies there's been hella times and man I've had some mad moments yeah, yeah 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 big business definitely yeah. <laughs> mad moments I can't lie like we've definitely had some mad moments fam like I'm down to take Kano scraps is what I'm saying mate I'm that guy honest no no like seriously it's guy. not even a thing of shit it's not you're not scraping the barrel if you're taking someone like Kano nah um, nah nah but I'm so I'm talking like, like, like you know like like there's good yeah, yeah. Mad obviously he's not on it like he's yeah because he's like he's right like, up isn't he he's sword he's sword this is normal to him yeah this yeah is man's first time ever on tour man's gonna appreciate this yeah not just for the groupies though, because obviously, like he showed man a lot of things, like even performance. Absolutely, that was gonna come next, but yeah. I had to get the most important yeah, thing out of the way first. Yeah. <laughs> that the group is the most important. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't most important to me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, is that not the reason people go on tour? Is I hear what you say. Still, Nash, Nash definitely does go off. Yeah, it does go off. It does go off. But man's not really interested in that still. But it does go off. Fair play. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you, I suppose it is easy to get kind of to get bored of it, but. Yeah. Yeah. Man, kind of not big-headedly, but man, get it anyway. Like yeah, no, bro, like it's normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, these things are normal, fam. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just yeah, sick experience, on it. It's overall absolutely the, experience the whole experience of touring is something like uh, something like no other. Yeah. I think. What What were your sort of favorite moments then? Like you know, groupies aside and stuff, reluctantly, like groupies aside and that. What were your sort of favorite moments each on on uh, touring? Just being on stage, yeah, really, like actually going on stage, like knowing you're next up. And it's your time to woo the crowd. Swifter, mm. Swifter would play Man Don't Care. Swifter, Swifter's with us, isn't it? Swifter yeah. would play Man Don't Care and turns down at Giggs' verse and I know I'm, I'm on now, you know what I mean? Yeah, music cuts in. Big business now. you got to go on, you got to do your thing. And we done Brighton. Brighton was the first one, isn't it? Brighton was the first one still. And when what, I, what venue was it in Brighton? Was it the, the Dome? Concord. Or Concord, Concord, that was it. Yeah, and when, when, when I, I've got videos of when I've done the uh, Brighton one, Compared to when we done the Sheffield one, which is the last one, right? Oh, it's just is there Mark's, like, pro- is there Mark's progress? Yeah, like down in... to me, I didn't look at the crowd. I'm not even gonna lie. Like Brighton, I'm definitely closing my eyes and I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, 
<laughs> Sheffield, I'm looking at individual people. People are looking back at me like, yeah. oh my God, he's looking at me. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That kind of stuff, you get me? Yeah, yeah, no, that's. I think that's a very good reason to go on tour, obviously, um, definitely, to kind of get a lesson in showmanship. Yeah, of course. Did you take a few, did you sort of look hard at the way Kano kind yeah, that's, of had That's to, where Mangalic comes really, like, one of the best down performers to, like, in the game. Performing, like, before, like, we'd probably run out of breath, yeah. probably miss a lyric or... Studying just mess, him, just mess up. You get yeah. me? But like watching him really showed us how to actually do this thing, and he yeah. gave us some advice as well, man. Yeah, no he advice. gave us some advice, just little tips and pointers, and yeah, man, he was just sick, man. Yeah, yeah, sick, man. I rate K. I've, I'm a fan of Kano from Home Sweet Home, mm-hmm. but the tour made me rate him more, like way more, way more, way way. On more the topic so. of Kano, yeah. Like his home sweet, his his made in the manor album. Yeah, everyone. I've heard often people describe it as capture the London sound. Okay, and I've always wonder what that meant. Like, do you think there's a Birmingham sound? Yeah. yeah. What, what is a Birmingham sound? What's different? You know what but, except from like, the accent. You know, with London, yeah, you use like, <laughs> like, like, you use like actually like. You know, when you yeah, think grime, when you think grime in London, you think hype. You think like banging beats. Like, yeah. we're more toned down. Like, you get, and I know why. You know, I've realized why. You know. Like, we're not as, quick we're not as, as naturally, yeah, 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 naturally. And because we're because behind. London's got the infrastructure, yeah. So London's got clubs, London's got raves, London's got yeah. events. So a lot of the artists are naturally saying to themselves, all right, cool, I need to make songs that I can perform here. Yeah, and I can, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I need to, I need to be on the circuit. I need to do, which because the, the opportunities are there in it. So obviously, mm. that's what they're thinking makes sense. But with us now, that opportunity is not there. So it's more of a like struggle, if that makes sense. In the sense of that's where the music's stemming from. Like, uh, it, like we gotta get there. We gotta get there. So more, the, the songs are more like that rather than, uh yeah, let's party or yeah, let's let's do something for the clubs because. There's hardly any clubs. So what we're doing, you know what I mean? So like we have to, we our music staring from a different place. So it's more a bit. It's, it will come across a bit more dark. And yeah, a absolutely. Bit more, I've noticed that. You know well. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It come across a bit more dark and not necessarily grime that you can dance to, but grime yeah. you'll probably screw up your face to and whoa, yo, this still is a vibe. Well, yeah, well, you can yeah, still vibe, vibe, but it's just a different. It's just a, yeah, you know it's what a I lot mean? more sort of introspective Even and down a lot. To the producers, the, the like the instruments to use mm. are more like different. Mm. I find there's a lot more social commentary in in grime from the sort of surrounding yeah. areas outside London and that. I find that it's a lot that um, MCs are a lot more uh, observant and and introspective. Um, it's happy four twenty by the way. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Have you been uh, participating in any any joint activities? No one is. I I I, I smoke. I used to smoke, but I don't really. I don't smoke no more. Oh really? Nah. What you've cut down or you've quit? I don't smoke. I got bored. Got as high as you could Man, possibly no, I get. I haven't clocked it yet. I'm gonna be blazing until I've clocked yeah, blazing. I don't, I don't smoke still. These are smokers. Like these are been ch- like these are definitely representing 420 <laughs> right now. It's mad because I literally just looked at my phone and I had a WhatsApp from uh, Black the Ripper. Okay. Yeah, you know what it is? I've been seeing him. You know, big I ain't gonna lie. He's active. I want. I still when I see him. I don't know how he does. When it, I man. see him, I'm gonna ask him how he got that on the plane. That's what I wanna know. I wanna know how he got that on the plane because like I was in Amsterdam. And I was thinking, yo, I want to bring some bud back, but I was kind of shook. Yeah. My man just had it in the and seat on his lap. And he just had it there, like, the standard, like, I need to know how we done that then. Yeah, 
It's actually quite truth. disturbing. Does he have diplomatic immunity? And is there something we don't know about Black like, like, Liverpool? He's got NHS card as well. I need to know how he got that too because he's, he's, he's heavy. Like he's, and every he, single time I look at his Instagram, he's in a different country smoking some next strain or, I've never heard of. Or he's in the post stuff he's smoking. Yeah, yeah, in, in some establishment. Like, you can't be that gangster. A like, he's, he's funny <laughs> gangster. I can't lie. He's one of the police. He's sick. Like, my, my cousin, I got a cousin named Mazza, like, he is fully, because he smokes, but then he's fully in tune with him. So he shows me videos like, yo, look at my man. He's selling his t shirts and he's smoking in the post office. And I'm watching the videos like, yo. Like, I think the latest stunt was, didn't they hotbox one of the pods in the London Eye? Oh, he's killing no, it. No, Swear. No, 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 like, Patrol Station done it. done it. Patrol Station. Was it actual real? Like what a, a guy! Like, yeah, he's, what a he's, guy! He's that guy still. He's that guy still. I can't see the way he rolled today. It's like seventeen grand. Yeah, yeah. Brit- on, on Brit Lane. Yeah, I think I, that he, guy, man. He's a man that needs to go smoke with like Snoop Dogg and that. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't think Snoop Dogg wants it with Black Ripper. Yeah, anymore. I don't. I don't think I'm he actually does. Actually I think he's some Young Lungs like that's Khalifa or something. Yeah, I think he might be able to smoke that table still. Yeah, it's actually mad right now. Yeah, definitely. I hear that So Bernard just brought up a headline. Oh, wow. Obviously, it's the mail. Why did you have to bring up the mail, though? So I don't know what to, what, what makes me more worried. Mail, yeah. I can't so really the, see the mail, the, mail, the headline is, Bunch of Dopes, Gang of Yobs take over London iPod and film, them smol- film themselves smoking cannabis to celebrate annual 420 campaign to oh. legalise drugs. Why do they have to say drugs? Why couldn't they just say cannabis? Do you know what I mean? I Why know. couldn't they just to say... make it sound worse than what it is, to be honest. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And the thing is, to be perfectly honest, I think they should legalise drugs anyway, but for me, that's beside the point. Not all drugs. I think they should legalise drugs. Certain shouldn't be smoking crack on road, fam. No, what well, I think is, if, if, if people were... If, if, if smoking crack was legal, you'd have a different perception of a crackhead anyway. They wouldn't need to rob nah, and steal. Fam. They have could you have a job and smoke like, crack. Have you saw... Like, you know what crackheads look yeah, like. Yeah, I know, but like, it's, it's, the, it's the fact that it's outlawed. I you think, know what I'm saying? Have you been in the bando? I've been in the bando, <laughs> and right now... No, no, but then, what I'm saying right? to you is think about it. The bando is not right, what I'm saying is, alright, be honest, yet yeah, be honest. The right. way that crackheads are perceived is a massive factor on their lifestyles. If you get what I'm saying to you, yeah, I hear what you're saying. But don't I get know, me wrong, you know, I have so explain. Look, don't get it twisted. I've met crackheads. I've met many crackheads. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I know how they are. I know, I know how they are. I know how it, it affects them. But I genuinely think that a big factor is the fact that it is outlawed. I don't know. And, and if people could source things legally, then there wouldn't be necessarily that many burglaries. I just think weed. I just think weed should be legalized. Oh, yeah. Like cracking that. Like mamba's legal. And you know, like this cracking smoking mamba now, like making it known, like yo, right now I'd rather smoke mamba than crack. And right now they're looking yeah, zombied really out, fam. They don't blink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've got a cat around my ends and he smokes man but hard, fam. And he's probably known, like, you know that, like, I don't know if you saw him, but his name's Sai Mizzle and he says, you don't do them things. Like, he's... do them things? You see what I'm saying? Like, him, he is from my ends and it, like, we boss my man, like, he is man but out, fam. Like, he's a man that's having fits on road standard and he will still smoke man That's not a good thing to be legalised, fam. You shouldn't have them things out there like that because youths could want us, not youths, but people that are like 16 plus could yeah, see that and want to smoke that. No, I, I think, I think they should be, the that. thing is, I think they should be regulated, for instance. Do you know what right. I mean? Rather than just made, because it, I think for me, it creates a bigger problem if something is just outlawed. Them if you just try to be legal, yeah, fam. But the thing is, are we not all... Like crackers have hit the pipe once and, and they're it. addicted that's it fam By next week they're thinking like you it. could hit a spliff and probably like the sensation that it's gave you but you probably won't right. pick up the spliff again but then you could you could have one cigarette and then be addicted for the rest of your life True. and you die of or, or a drink I hear what you're saying right. fam but I don't know fam but cannabis is that level cannabis is alcohol and cigarettes yeah yeah but yeah but crack is like a mad thing fam no, I think like the bando trust me as we go back yeah, to the bando it's a mad thing cannabis is not as harmful look how Look how people inject heroin in them and that fam. Like, come on. Yeah, like, once you do that, your vein is dead. But this is like, the thing. Do you on. not think, all right, the way, the way that you refer and the way that you perceive a crackhead, yeah. do you not think that there are people that look down on people that just, like, look at that male head. Of course. Of yeah, course. Look at they it. Look put, at the, yeah, everyone's yeah. in the same, like, everyone's in yeah, the same boat to someone who is completely, teeter, who's completely, not necessarily straight edge, but like just really looks down on any kind of drug use or any kind of uh, intoxication. We are all the same person when you really think about it. But there's levels to the dope right now, fam. Mm, no, absolutely. Right now, crack is way up the, in the sky. Trust me. Crack and heroin, they become reliant. Like they, they need it. You need mm, that. Like, or they're going to die. Or something. <laughs> like I've saw but cats that ain't had it. And they start going into sweats, cold turkey. Like I they need that. If I don't, if you I when I was smoking, if I don't have a spliff, I don't. I'm not gonna yeah, start going nuts, really thinking I'm gonna break into this next house to get this fix. I'm not on that. If I ain't got no weed, I ain't got no weed, fam. Hmm. <laughs> fam. Like, like there are certain it. places. Yeah, there are certain places in the world, for instance. I think. Oh God, off the top of my head, I can't remember. It might be Portugal. Yeah. Um, where certain class a drugs light brown do you know what i mean they are like um they are 
pretty much legal. Yeah, but look and, at the ends. And it's driven down all kinds of like crime that's related to that drug. Like, but, there, you know, are people, a, there, there are places that people can go to source it regularly. Someone could do the research and find out if I am right. And but look at the people. actual human that's taking it, though. It is Just disintegrating. Look at them. Like, they're I'm actually... Sure they're wounding. They're wounding, fam. Like, they're killing themselves slowly, fam. It doesn't make you look healthy. Like, I've, healthy I've saw crackheads. But that's your choice, though, isn't it? How much you eating, drinking water, no matter what, if you're taking crack, your face is Don't get me wrong, though. Like, there is crackheads that will just smoke crack. It's heroin that makes you look or. Mad, mm. like I've saw, I've saw teachers, I've saw teachers and that smoke crack and that like teachers. Like I know it sounds mad, but I've saw teachers like come and link certain yeah. man and be smoking certain things. You get me? But Iconic people in history have been. It's a mad thing, fam. To, like um, you are dying slowly, fam. Yeah, it is. That is Portugal, the realest yeah. of it, fam. Just, uh, just, um, just to, to go off on a little tangent there. It's Portugal decriminalized the use of all drugs in 2001. Weed, cocaine, heroin, you name it. Portugal decided to treat possession and use and use of small quantities of these drugs as a public health issue, not a criminal one. You get me? Mm. So yeah, they they've kind of attacked it in a different way. They haven't legalized it, yeah, but, but they've decriminalized yeah, it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know that's just me. I'm by no by no uh, means am I um, I'm saying all trying still. to advertise. Just go yeah, go smoke crack. Don't do drugs, man. Crack is whack. But you I do think it is as well, that at the it same time, if it's choice. legal, then it won't be like a bad like me personally because I know it's illegal. It won't and be such a taboo. I think if it, if it was nah, if it was decriminalized but, or legalized, we would just be like, there's a crackhead, whatever. Yeah, but because it's illegal, yeah, you kind of know in your head not to be touching them things. You get what I'm saying? Like, if it's legal, people might just say, you know what? He's, my bridge is smoking weed. Let me just go test this crack and see what's going on. But then they say weed is a gateway drug anyway. I've, I've never believed that. I don't know very many people that started bunning blunts and then literally were just crackheads the next week. Nah, Do you know what I mean? Nah, nah, you, know, nah. you know what smoking does? You know what smoking weed does? They were saying it's a passenger because it gets you to the point where you actually are smoking. Like before that, you don't know what smoking is. Mm. Like you don't know how to inhale nothing. You don't know how to take it back. You don't know how to do anything. Right, so obviously yeah, yeah. When you smoke something, you of know course. how to smoke now. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is, really. But then they don't, you know, they don't say cigarettes are a gateway drug. But I know what you mean. Cigarettes don't give you that noticeable feeling mm, of... Like a different feeling. Yeah, yeah. Unless different. you get a nicotine rush. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I can kind of get it in that respect. But yeah, gateway makes it seem as if... Now look at all these these class A's in front of you because you've under zoo. Do you know what I mean? Speaking of um, four twenty, it is actually time for our traditional break, and we do usually kind of um, get one of our five a day at this point in time anyway. So that's what we're gonna do now, Mad. and we'll be back after this. Back in with much fanfare. This is the second half of uh, episode six of the GRM Daily Podcast TBC uh, with myself, Michael Payne, Squib. Renee, Wavy Sports, Temper, Daps on Amat. Nice. Just in case you forgot. <laughs> Just in case you forgot. Um, we've had a we've had a pleasant little break. Um, but yeah, we'll go straight back in with this. Um, there's a recent topic that's proved quite divisive among us. I reckon um, it's the question of whether Skepta was going at Dizzy on Man Gang. And personally, <laughs> I don't think so. But I got sent a DM in the Grime Daily, in the Grime Daily Twitter, and it was from some account with 50 followers. And it was just kind of weird, so I opened it, looked at what it said. It was a YouTube video. We put it all together like a conspiracy theory. And I kind of fell for it. 
And I'm gonna look, look back at the lyrics on Genius.com and I watched the Pete Rosenberg interview, both of them. And I don't know, I think, it, I think he's got a point. I think he might have a point because the interview was so tense. We all, I noticed in the first place, Skepta's response was a bit weird. So I'm not sure. What do you lot think? To be fair, if I'd be real, real about the situation, I didn't even, when I heard the tune, I did not think that. Neither did I. My first reaction, exactly like you, on, upon hearing it was, it was just, he was barring. I didn't think he was sending either directs or indirects at anyone personally. I did, however, I, I personally thought there might have been a bit of tension maybe when Skepta tweeted to Dizzy about not being, I think, a certain age or something. But mm -hmm. I forgot that when I heard Yeah, a while ago. Like, obviously, Dizzy, Dizzy kind of, like, I think Dizzy said his age, like, in an interview. In an interview, and yeah. corrected him on Twitter. On, on Twitter. That's yeah. just normal. Like, if someone in Brom said my age was, I don't know, 30, and they got it wrong, I'm going to act, man, and say, yo, I'm not that age. Mm. But Skepta don't tweet a lot. For him to respond to something... It, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the count for me at like, the time. Dizzy is, like, is a big figure in this thing, so mm. a lot of people probably thought that Skepta's that age now. Like, if he was a little fish in this thing, he probably wouldn't even have replied, but yeah, yeah. it's Dizzy, so he's going to reply, like, yo, I'm not that age, yeah. isn't it? The thing is, yeah, I did, I did notice that, and I did think, um, like, you know, is that... Is that tension, but it was quickly yeah. diffused, like, you know, what also, I mean, the situation because um, Dizzy just went, oh, sorry, my bad, whatever, you get me? And mm. then, so the two things for me were unrelated. So when I heard Man Gang, I just thought, tune, do you know what I mean? I did not think it was like indirectly or directly um, targeting someone, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It was a family, the mum reference, the family reference, because I can't see who else that fits with. But maybe it's not anyone. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we don't know who the, the person is. Maybe the person isn't known to us. Maybe it's at various people. Maybe certain lines in the tune are just certain things that are going on. Do you know what I mean? We could be looking at it as, it as all of this is about one person. It could be about various people for all we know. I honestly believe he went at Skepta, went at Dizzy. Like, because the whole my mum don't know your mum thing, like... It's kind of, Dizzy's kind of schooling him to me when he's speaking to him on Rosenberg, if that makes sense. He's like, yeah, I've been in his house, da 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 And like Skepta before that, prior to it, kind of just, but, you know what I mean? I think it was kind of like a little slap to let man know that, like, yo. At the same time though, yeah, like, all right, then safe. He says, he says, yo, you ain't my cousin. Dizzy didn't refer to him being his cousin. That's what I thought. So... You're literally like, speaking my mind, yeah, man. Like, like please continue. Part, I, don't, I don't know, fam. But for Skepta... It doesn't really make sense to me. For Skepta to say... What did he say again? For Skepta to say that I've never had any advice of Dizzy, and then for Dizzy to come out and say I've been in his house and listened to music. What if they've never but had... But that's, that's what, two different things, though. I've, I've been in, I've, that's two I've different been in certain things. people's houses that's musical, and we've right. never spoke about music, fam. Just because you're in someone's house doesn't mean like you've got I mean, advice off that person. Absolutely. I think that's two completely different things. There's no don't way. Don't get me wrong. I could be totally wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but from my perspective, it doesn't look like that, fam. That's just from my perspective. Absolutely. Because there's clearly different views in the, in the room. You get what I'm saying? So we don't know. We're just going to be guessing until he says, yo, it is about him or it isn't about him. I would think the only sending there is someone's MySpace, really. 
<laughs> like, yeah. and I need to know who that is. I was on MySpace them days, and I don't remember Dizzy even being I'm on MySpace. MySpace I, I was saying that earlier. I yeah, I think I... MySpace is not. That's not. That does not define Dizzy in any way. Yeah, like, People don't associate Dizzy with MySpace so at what all. Would make you think skeptics talking about. I'm trying, I'm trying to think who did have a sick MySpace that he could be talking about. <laughs> you get me? I don't know. When you put it like that, I think yeah, I see your point, and it makes sense, but. Knowing how grime is and how indirect people can be, it could be a high possibility that he's just saying like, "Yo, it's not that comfy, G. Like, don't, don't be talking about like, I'm you're in my house and all that." Yeah, I just think he hasn't directly referred for for me. Skepta hasn't directly referred to anything that Dizzy said or done or or anything that defines Dizzy. There's nothing you, you for me in that track that makes it like that is definitely about Dizzy that's why I don't know you understand yeah I see that I see that I see that maybe I'm just like thinking too deep into it I like, could be wrong alright cool we conclude that that mm. ambiguous at best live at Eskimo dance <laughs> who wins out of Skepta and Dizzy innit? just playing Devil you want to put man under pressure um, Skepta would win that hands down in like if the what, crash do you mean, was like- today do you today, mean like a, a stage show today. done business yeah, like yeah. boom sting like Jamaica like boom lyrics for lyrics calm Eskimo dance London like Dizzy Rascal versus Skepta Skepta's won that why hands down. hands down how are we talking about 2016 but yeah. why of course hype is a massive thing and like, Skepta has know. got everyone what? yeah don't get me wrong Skepta's like he's Rascal. that guy isn't it what? Why, yeah, fa- wait, wait, wait. Can I say something? He's gonna spit about two, three, four. Yeah, wait, remember, girls you know? low, do the butterfly. Or stop that, start that, get that. What? Couple of them. You know what I mean? Then what, bro? Then what? Skepta's fam. Come on. So hold up, hold up. It sounds like about, sounds Skepta, like your Skepta can do that as well. Go on in, go on in, and and he can do what he's doing now. Mm. Are you questioning mm. Dizzy's versatility or his greatness? Nah, I'm questioning Dizzy's. Grime level in 2016. Do you think you ever lose that though? To make a classic album, can do you lose that skill? No, but he's um he's doing it based on what has been going on in both of their careers. I think. Do you uh, know what I mean? After and seeing I, Dizzy on the Rosen, sorry to cut you, but after seeing Dizzy on the Five Finger Freestyle thing and they put on the grime beat at the end, it's like his face lit up and the flare and the fire come back into him. So that's why I think. Like yeah, Dizzy. but you'd have to assume, based on their output, that Skepta has more of a weaponry at this present day, which is, I think, what you're getting at. That's that, what I think so. Skepta think is so. better equipped in 2016. You said Eskimo Dance, you didn't say Glastonbury. Mm. Nah, Eskimo Dance, You know what it was, fam? Eskimo Dance. 2016. Come on, that's what you need to talk. You can't talk in Skepta Dizzy Rascal. Eskimo dance. Nah. But if you go back to what you... You want to that one and then it goes... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go back to what you say, at the Mr. Jam show, everyone looked like they got along. So I can't really see any beef. Because when there was all like Mr. Jam, there was all like vibes enough each other. If you don't... Well, me personally, if I don't like someone, they can't be in the same building as me. Like, we ain't flexing. That's just normal. And they was flexing. Everyone's saying each other's lyrics. Everyone's vibes and so. I don't really see where the beef is. Yeah, I think people are taking potentially unrelated incidents and making a scene out of it. Or when you could look at any tune, like if you if you wanted to nitpick anything, you could look at um, uh, Fecky's latest offering with gigs. You understand? And you could be like, oh, who's he talking about? And then you just take every tune and, and think, 
Who's this person talking about? I, I, I think it might be just coincidental. Mm, it's not as if he says something like boy in the corner and rare, rare, rare. You get he me? didn't say like, anything. He said top boy so what then is he going that Kano? Like it's, it's stupid. There you go. It's stupid. Like it's not I don't I don't but I don't believe he's talking about anyone to be honest. No, nah, I agree. It's just the way it was presented, like Scrib said, like in the conversation, it just like made kind of sense to look at it like that. But Yeah, there has been a bit of um It's all air anyway, it's all hypothetical anyway. Yeah, like, absolutely. They're, they're, it, so. For me, they're both fucking legends anyway, man. So yeah. It's like someone someone put it um, perfectly on Twitter earlier on when they were saying it's like two, I think it was like two of your parents fighting or some shit. <laughs> you don't you don't know who to pick in it. You know what I mean? They're, for me, I, you know what I mean. I, I I rate both of them. You you understand? So I wouldn't even actually want them to beef anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So we're, we're going to move back to um, marijuana. Really, it's fit. It's most fitting because we are, we are recording this podcast, um, this episode of the podcast on 420 and um today i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna last long but today snapchat launched a filter that makes you look like bob marley and obviously there's been uproar over it because people are um throwing the predictable statements around accusing them of um committing blackface um personally i think the eggshells have returned, in it? Whenever you want to kind of talk about a white person wanting to impersonate a black person, this whole racial, these 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 racial motives kind of get dashed around. I think to me, maybe sometimes unnecessarily. I think if you want if if you want to celebrate Bob Marley and a white person wants to look like Bob Marley, naturally their skin has to become darker. And do you know what I mean? And that does actually, for me, kind of make your face look a bit like him, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You understand? Um, but yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Do you think it's like much ado about nothing? Um, do you think it is something that is uh, like quite a a sinister thing, quite a racially motivated thing that happens all too often. Like, what are your... I think, this, I think the filter's all right, you know, <laughs> to be fair. Because I'm dark-skinned, but it makes me lighter than... It makes me look like Bob, like... So how can it be a racial thing if a white person yeah. does it? I don't it's going it. both ways, yeah. You yeah. Someone saying? that's it's, dark... It's, it's not yeah. like it's staying when you're black and it's staying just your normal colour. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean no, no. I get you. No, I understand. Having sort of uh, used the app or had the app demonstrated on me, mm. like, yeah, you're right. It makes you look like Bob, whether you're darker than him mm. or lighter than him. It so puts a whole face over you. Feel like, yeah, whole yeah. Face. It's diff. Like it's different between being racism and being PR disaster. Like Snapchat's a billion dollar company. I don't think they're gonna intentionally do so. Is without the intention, is it racist? Um, I think it's only racist because of what people think about. Uh, white people imitating black people. That, that's that's what I think it is. I think it's literally just down to the the you know mass perception of the whole thing, and it just because of historical events, it is always now going to be deemed. You know, if it was an Abraham Lincoln celebration and they made you lighter and gave you a long beard, no one's going to say that's racist. Yeah, again, because of historical events, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think everyone's just looking into it way too deep. It's it's um. It's really, really interesting what I'm about to say, but this is the thing. Apparently, this is an official uh, sp spokesperson from Snapchat providing this uh, this statement. 
The lens we launched today was created in partnership with the Bob Marley estate and gives people a new way to share their appreciation for, uh, for Bob Marley and his music. Millions of Snapchatters have enjoyed Bob Marley's music and we respect his life and achievements. So they did this as a collaboration with his family, innit? It's big business. It's big and it's business. 420, so it, it goes with what? You get me? What's going on now? Mm. That's what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't think, I don't know. I don't really think it's anything. Big Bob's just the main man, innit? This it was giving me shine. You know, it wasn't offensive to me, but um, really and truly that, that statement alone, the fact that they've worked with Bob Marley's family just cemented my opinion. I think it's inoffensive. I think if, it's not. If it was such a bad thing, Bob Marley's people wouldn't have co-signed it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And they've co-signed it. So really, nobody else would have any chat because right now that's his family and they're saying, here's the green light, run with it. So I don't know what the uproar's about really. To they're getting, essentially, they're getting a fuckload of pee to let Snapchat make people True. But at the same time, they wouldn't tarnish Bob's name. No, no, not at all. I don't think that tarnishes his name at all. They wouldn't sell their self out for it. And they're they're giving it the green light. So nobody else should have any kind of chat for him right now. I think that's the perfect way to wrap it up, to be perfectly honest. Little chat about Bob Marley. Soothe the soul and all that. R.I.P. Bob and all that. You get me? Legend, you get me? Absolutely. But thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to uh, absolutely every person that contributed to this uh, episode number six. We've reached another milestone of a TBC podcast presented to you by GRM Daily with myself, Michael Payne. Please introduce yourselves one more time. Daps. Daps on the map. Daps OTM. Any of them ones. You can just say. All of that. All Squib. Ren. That's it. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.